All right. What up? What up? Welcome, guys, to another episode of uh, What the Fuck Do I Know? Uh, we're going to... I'm going to change up the format a little bit this time. Uh, this time it's going to be me and, uh, you know, just kind of shooting the shit with a the, with the friend of mine. So I'm going I'm to call these things uh, talking shit. But it's going to be talking shh in the title because... I don't think I can put cuss words in the title. Anyways, let's uh, let's get into it. What the fuck do I know? Podcast episode three. Talking shit with my boy Truck, and this is Jimmy, your host, Jimmy Delastrea. Let's do this. And you know what else? My cock is big. All right, we're back with the I'm um, back with another episode. Uh, we're gonna do something a little bit different this time. I'm I'm bringing a, a homie of mine. I've known him maybe well, I don't know, fifteen years, something like that. Uh, we're gonna he's gonna go by truck, but we go back. We got a lot of fucking stories. What's going on? This is Truck. Uh, known Jimmy for a while now. I invited myself onto this, and we're about to get it in. I don't think there'd be a better first guest. She talk a lot of shit. Let's do it. We also got a couple of other people here. We got the cookie baker here. We got some spectators. We got the cookie baker and we got, uh, what do we say? I don't know. We're calling him Phil Too Real. Oh, yeah, Phil something. Phil Too Real and the cookie baker are in the house. Fucking ch- they're drinking with us. Chilling. Drinking with us, drinking. I got the hookah going. First bowl. We're going to smoke at least two bowls. All right, well. From the last for, time yeah, for, first let's bring up, so this is the second time we're recording this podcast because uh, I fucked up a little bit, and last Sunday we recorded uh, an amazing, like, two and a half hour. Two and I, a half hours? I, I can't hours. even say I recorded it because I, it turns out I didn't record it. Um, this is like podcast 101, make sure the shit's recording, and I always thought, I was like, I'm not that fucking stupid. All right. This this motherfucker fucked up. We had two and a half hours of gold. And he did not record anything. My significant other, my mother, and my child blamed it and said that I was talking too much. That's why he deleted it. There might be some truth to that. Your girl's a fucking conspiracy theorist. Fuck! Fuck! I thought I was a conspiracy theorist. She's fucking <laughs> making a lot of shit up. Well, yeah. I've known Jimmy for a while now. I've known these guys in here for a while now. Uh, just here to have a good time, talk some bullshit, and then uh, let's get it going. What are so we going to talk see, about? Let's see. Uh, let me just bring up some random shit. Okay, here, here's one. We didn't talk about this last time, so it's totally new to me. What do you What do you think about Trump? What do I think of Trump? <clears throat> I don't think he's a bad guy. I think he speaks from his mind. I'm not saying I'm a Trump supporter, 
but I believe that he ran our country the best he could and he did a decent job. I don't think that I think his mouth gets him in trouble more than anything. He doesn't know how to speak. He's so used to being a businessman and uh I can feel that I don't know how to fucking speak. Yeah, I don't either. You know, I don't either. I don't hate him. I think he did a decent job. All this shit that he got going on now, trying to recount votes, this, this, and that. Eh, that's it. He lost, he lost. You know what I'm saying? But me personally, I am not a political man. I do not care. Nothing changes for me. The you only thing, the you only don't change, vote? No, I don't vote. I don't care to vote. Me personally, and everybody's going to hate me for it, I don't feel like my vote counts. And I don't care. I don't see any change when it comes to anything. I think this whole fiasco kind of proved that point. Yeah. Mm. Even if you did vote, I mean... I don't think it affects people like me and you. Or like us. It doesn't affect us. You know what affected us? A stimmy check. A stimmy check gave us some money, and we got to spend it on whatever it is that we wanted to spend it on. Other than that, I don't feel any kind of effect when it comes to anything that a president does. I'm not on Obamacare. I don't do any of that stuff. All that kind of crap that people are talking about, it doesn't affect people. The average Joe. Me, you. I think that's kind of my whole point about the fucking presidents. Like, that shit does not affect you. Exactly. People didn't want Biden to be president because he was going to bring this big old tax on the people that make a certain amount of money each year. That's why people are upset. That's why people didn't want him to be president. The wealthy. And that's just what I believe. You can disagree. Like I said, I'm not a political person. I just feel that's what, why people didn't want Biden to be president. The wealthy. But other than that, it's not going to affect... White people didn't want to be president? Uh, you can say that if you want. I'm you, not saying that. You're the one who said it. Did I say that? Yeah. Okay, well, I retract that and say why. No, not white. I said why. Oh, uh, okay. Don't make me out to be a racist. One of my best friends is white and he's sitting next to me. Mm, you're so lucky we have a white person right, right here. Right? Nobody knows. No, nah, man, but it doesn't one affect- guy, We got one white guy here just in case we mm-hmm. say some fucking fucked up shit. It doesn't affect like somebody, me and you, bro, to be honest. It doesn't affect. No, here, you take that. It doesn't affect somebody like me or you. You gotta take it, though. Don't just hold it. There you go. Look at that. That's my man right there. Um, it doesn't affect somebody like me or you. We just uh, go about our business. We work our nine to five jobs and we go about our way. So I got a I want I got a question for you. Yeah. When's the first time you took a mind altering substance? I don't want to talk about when I come did on, that. man. The first time I did something that screwed me up in the head. <laughs> this is the first subject. I'm know. sorry. I've never done any kind of drugs besides smoke weed in my entire life. Never. I've never done anything like that. I've always been around it. I'm not proud of it. But one time, I grew up in a bad neighborhood, and we mm-hmm. did some bad things. I got together with a guy named, let's call him John. I got together with this guy named John, and we stood behind the uh, back of an AC unit in his house where I grew up. And I didn't want to talk about this, but I am. He said, hey, man, let's try something. I said, what? He said, I'm going to fill this baggie up with some." Yeah, I don't know if I want to talk about this. It's so embarrassing. I was like 15 years old. I was young, man. Young and dumb. The stupid stuff that we used to do when we were growing up, man. I don't know. Like it, 
wasn't a good person to be around. I promise you that. You just didn't know what the you were young. You didn't know. What the I don't know, dog. I've always been scared to do any kind of drugs. I've never done them. Any. I, I was scared like that at first too. I don't want nothing to alter the way I look at life because the way I look at life is the way I want to look at life. I don't want anything to alter it. Because at fucking school, they made it seem like you fucking take a hit of acid and you're going to fucking see purple elephants and you're going to jump off a 13-story building. I took D.A.R.E., bro. I believe in D.A.R.E. I think D.A.R.E. works. I don't know if they still do it, but I think D.A.R.E. is what kept me out of drugs. Because of all the stories of the drunk drivers, this. I've seen Basketball Diaries, bro. Leonardo DiCaprio, Basketball Diaries. Have you seen that? I don't think so. Do me a favor and watch that movie. If you watch that movie, dog, you'll be sad. About I thought the that way movie you... was about black people. Mm. <laughs> no. It's about a couple of white guys, young kids who get that addicted to drugs. That movie's called White Man Can't Joke. <laughs> One of my favorite movies of all time. So, when I was younger, I did some stuff that I wasn't proud of. This is the only time I did anything that made me... The things that were coming out of my my vision was just unexplainable, and I couldn't. Wait, understand. so what happened? So he put. So we sat behind his stupid fucking house. He filled up a trash bag of Freon, and I inhaled it. And my vision was just fucked. It was moving all kinds of way, and all you can hear was the AC unit running, and it was just like, <laughs> and shit was just moving around, and I couldn't tell what the hell was going on, and I was scared that it was gonna last forever. I was scared that I was gonna have to explain to my mom why I had to go to the doctor. <laughs> I was scared that I, I was I trying to walk finish. home putting one foot in front of the other. I was so fucking scared, bro. I was scared, and. It was like that at that moment, you know, you fucked up. I was so fucking scared, bro. I did not want to do that, and I did it, and it was just the stupidest decision of my life. But you know what? I've learned from that. I'm, I'm an adult now, and I would never go back to doing that. But the feeling that it gave me, I can't explain about how I was walking and... My vision was just so... It was just messed up. Why were you even trying to walk? I would just fucking... Because I wanted to go home. (laughs) Because I wanted to go home, bitch. I wanted to go home and I wanted to tell my mom that I fucking fucked up. I wanted to go home and tell her that I was like, I'm sorry, I'm a piece of shit son. I'm a piece of shit son and I'm a piece of shit. Oh, man. That reminds me of like the first time I I went home uh, drunk. And my like my mom caught me for the first How time. How old were you? Nah, this was like probably like senior year or some shit. Went to a party with Elmer. You went home drunk your senior year, you fucking chump. You didn't get drunk before that? Dude, I was a nerd. I wasn't going to no parties. Let me tell you something, Doc. I've never regretted knowing you, but today I regret knowing you. <laughs> When's the first time you got drunk? Bitch, I've been getting drunk since I was fifteen, right after I took that hit from that fucking 15, baggie that's at like the, the Freon. <laughs> When's the first time you smoked some weed? Uh, at the bus stop. What are you, a freshman? How old are you? I'm um, 13. Okay, eighth grade. How long are you there? Dude, I did. Uh, Seventh grade is when I did it. No, never mind. I don't want to tell this story. And, and I like it. Go to a new subject. Se- oh, okay, I don't want to. I don't want to do it either. <laughs> the point is, is that I made a lot of bad decisions growing up, and smoking weed's not the worst thing. 
people do things well, a lot worse than that. You know, weed is, weed is basically legal everywhere right now. But, I mean, I did it. I did do you it. think all drugs should be legal? I don't think all drugs should be legal. I think certain drugs should be. Weed, one. I feel like if Trump said that he's going to legalize weed, he would have won the election. I promise you that. That's what I said. And, um... No. It was so easy, too. Yeah. It, it, you, you know what? If I was running for president, I would just say whatever everybody wanted because nothing to me changes. So why not? Why not I don't say feel it? like Trump was really all that bad, but that fool... He, he didn't do all the shit he said he was going to do, like, in the fucking campaign. Like, the reason I got excited for him, because he was like, I'm going to expose 9-11. Hillary Clinton's going to go to jail. He did say that. He did what say that. What happened to... Yeah, because you'd be in jail. Everybody was like, oh, oh. But she's fucking just still out there, so... so Let me tell you something. And then after he got elected, he was like, oh, yeah, Hillary, she's, she's not a bad person. We're cool. I'm trying to think about fuck? what president did something that you saw at that timeline where that person was president you were like oh yeah he did this he did that can you name that uh my taxes went down oh. what else that's it okay you got one out of how many presidents we've had since i've been alive what five okay five we'll call it five presidents i don't know nothing's changed i'm sorry people if if, if you're against me with that but i don't i just don't believe in it i don't believe in a lot of things I read too much, and I uh, I make my own assumptions, and I believe in what I want to believe in. What the eyes see and the ears hear, the mind believes. But I read my own, and I believe what I want, and I just don't believe in the president is the president. He's just a person saying that he's in charge and says that this is the way it's supposed to be, but nothing ever changes. And that's what I truly believe. So I feel like um, people still like uh, I don't know think like Obama. What do you Obama. think? Uh, feel too real. What do you think about that? No comment. No comment. I told him not to talk. Oh, <laughs> I'm over here. <laughs> I don't believe. It is what it is. We'll call it that. What's I mean, yeah, that's what I feel like. Shit hasn't fucking changed. It just seems like it's the same old story. I mean, some stuff does change, but like. Me, actually, my day-to-day life, like... Who farted? I might have been a dog. But my day-to-day life, like, this shit doesn't affect me. And so sometimes I'm like, why the fuck am I paying attention to this shit? All this political shit. But then, like, you know, like at the end of the day, this shit has no effect on me. Exactly. We are the lower class. We can't even consider ourselves to be middle class. We're lower class people. And we can't... It only affects the people that are, I guess you would call them wealthy, wealthy people. It only affects them. It doesn't affect somebody like us. We go to our nine to five, we come home, we try to pay our bills, and that's it. That's all we do. We don't do anything else. I try to go home to my family, try to raise my sons right, and that's it. That's adorable. Try to bring. I got two kids, by the way. I got two kids. Jimmy mentioned to me that he wants to have a daughter or son later on in life, maybe next year or so. I told him not to do it. And that's my honest to God truth. <laughs> that's what everyone tells me, but then I see no. all these people who tell me that no. they have a bunch of fucking I'm, kids. I'm joking, man. Uh, like I've explained, 
I've already told you this, but I'm going to explain to you what I think it is having children. Having children is a stressful situation. It's going to make you and your spouse or you and your, 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 your wife or your girlfriend ha hate each other at one point. You're going to hate each other at one point. You're going to wake up in the middle of the night because your son or daughter shit himself and you're going to hate it and you're going to be having a countless amount of days of you just losing sleep and at each other's throats and you're going to hate it. You're going to hate it. You're going to hate it. There's nothing you can do about it. And all you do is argue. But then at one point in time, a moment happens. This is the way I say it. They're called moments. The moment your son or daughter falls asleep in your arms and you look at him or her and you're like, okay, this is okay. And throughout your life, you wait for these moments. And that's what you base your life off when it comes to these kids. But then a whole bunch of crying and fighting happens again. But then a moment happens a few weeks later and everything feels like it's okay. To me, that's what it is having kids. You live for those moments. You think you should be allowed to beat your kids? I feel like you can hit your kids whenever you want. Now I'm not saying don't be an abusive parent. Yeah, I'm not you saying gotta, knock them the fuck yeah, out. You gotta be, dis you gotta hey, discipline. Hey, them. You gotta discipline them. Some people are against that. Uh, to be honest, in my relationship, I'm far from the person that disciplines our kids. I because oh, you're the dad, though. You're supposed uh, to be yeah, like the yeah. I mean. The, the dad is supposed to be the dominant in a relationship when it comes to your kids. It's not that your kids are supposed to fear you. They're supposed to respect you. I don't have respect when it comes to my kids either. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's hard. Things work different when it comes to different families. And you choose to... You do things... What fits your family, and that's it. You should do things that fit your family. So when you when you decide to have a kid, know that it's gonna be a lot stressful, more than what you think it is. And you just gotta fight through it. You just gotta fight through it, man. Kids, they're crazy. They're crazy. They have their mind of their own, and then when they get older, once they start liking girls, when they start doing this, or they start liking boys, what are you gonna do? Nobody knows. You just go through it. And that's it. So how come we were talking about this shit one like the other day, and you're like, if you're gonna fucking have kids, just have them one after another. Oh, why? Having kids back to back is what you want to do, because you do not want to start over when it comes to having kids. Once you go through the baby phase, you don't want to go through the baby phase again. I mean, you do back to back rather than wait six years, then have another one, then just start over. Have them back to back. You have them at the baby age almost within a year and you can get over it, get over it, get done. Because once they become toddlers, which is the worst age, I believe, is because they're walking around. They're putting quarters in their mouth. They're sticking peanuts up their nose. They're fucking touching out. Hey, I fucking got a crayon stuck up my nose. There you go. One time my son stuck a rock. He came back from daycare and they had rocks inside their full on outside Dude, of their when playground. you're like a little kid you're just experimental mm -hmm. you just try weird shit i remember i grabbed a red crayon on all it looks like a rocket and i just fucking stuck it yep, on my nose. because that's where it went and it fit perfect they just have How come i didn't try to like stick it in my butt probably would have felt that's better. what you should have did it probably would have felt better and you probably would have turned out to be a different person so it went up there and it was like during nap time mm-hmm then I went to the teacher and I was like, hey, this fucking crayon stuck up my nose. I came home one day and my son had a 
Sorry. I came home one day. My son had a rock stuck up his nose. A rock. <laughs> I was so freaked out. I thought that rock was going to go to his brain. Yeah, my I didn't mom know what the hell too. was going to happen, man. She was like, why did you put a crayon in your nose? I'm I like, tried. I don't know. I did tried. you ask him, why did you put a rock up your nose? I said, what's this? I thought it was a booger. It was not a booger. It was a fucking smooth-ass pebble. Perfectly. Like from the playground. You know what it reminded me of? Do you ever watch that? Did you ever watch that show growing up, Pete and Pete? Nope. Well, in this episode of Pete and Pete, in a cereal box, they had these presidents that looked like pills. And you shoved them up your nose. That was the prize. He had this president stuck up his nose, and that's what reminded me of that, is when my son had that rock. And you know how he got that president out of his nose? He used static electricity by rubbing his feet on the carpet, touched the doorknob, and shot the president out of his nose. <laughs> that was not my case. Yeah, I got I some tweezers, same. and I took it out. Yeah, but my mom, mom tried to grab tweezers, but it weren't yeah, grabbing. It wouldn't work. And so you know I had the to do like the worst, like, like blood, like... Yeah. <gasps> and then after like so many tries it just fucking went yeah. it came out like a fucking bullet that mm. ricocheted I was doing it wrong because it was all my... bloody yeah god damn that it was way up there yeah I was like let me tell you something why, I, I why was did do I do that I didn't realize what I was doing wrong when it came to me trying to take this rocket on my son's nose until my mom told me the next day after I said that he had something stuck up his nose I was over there trying to take it out with him laying on his back a smart man would use gravity and tell him just to stand up and try to pull it rather than me trying to sit back and pull it out while he was laying on his back. <laughs> I was trying to sit there and fucking pull it out. You're like playing yeah. Operation. I'm all like, God damn it. <laughs> on your fucking, I'm all, stop on moving. Your son? I'm all mad. Stop moving. Stop moving. Stop moving. Stop moving. Screaming. Stop moving. <laughs> I finally got it out though. I took a picture of it. It reminded me it happened fucking seven years ago on my fucking Facebook. A little Dude, while that ago. was like fire in the sky when he got abducted by the yeah. aliens. They fucked with his nose. You're doing that to your son. It's probably traumatic. That's what it is to have kids, man. You don't you don't realize how much you the things you do wrong. You learn as you go. I used to hate that people used to tell me all the time how to raise my son at the time, but now I have two. You know, when it comes to your firstborn, you're overprotective about your firstborn. Secondborn, you're like, eh. He's this, all right. Yeah, he's you all right. You how durable they are? Yeah, they can fall all the time, and it's okay. I remember that. Yeah, you can fall anywhere. It doesn't fucking matter. Dude, if I fall now, it's like, dude. I Dog, I hit my knee on the fucking... I don't know where I hit my knee, but it still hurts, and it's been two weeks. I'm old as fuck. My neck hurts from looking down at my phone. I'm at almost eight hours a day. Looking at my phone. That's horrible. Why am I eight hours looking at my phone? Did I get my day, my weekly summaries like two and a half hours? What I are guess, you? What are you at? About six. Six that's, hours that's a day. Not, that's not too bad. That is no, bad. It's just two that's hours. That's a week. The fuck? That's two. Oh, a week? Uh huh. Oh, I'm at eight hours a day. <clears throat> now I'm saying I'm at two and a half a week. Well, because I listen to many so many pod- I listen to a lot of podcasts all day and and I I can watch movies by hearing it. I do too. I guess that doesn't count like a screen time. Yeah, I guess so. So that's what I do. Hey, but let me tell you something about your firstborn. You're overprotective about your firstborn, right? When I was a young parent and I took my son to a better daycare, supposedly de- better daycare. I'm going to say it this way, feel too real. Don't get too offended, but it was a white daycare. Oh, shit. 
It was a white daycare. They're supposed to have this school inside of it. This All organic snacks. Expensive, horrible food, right? Horrible food, right? Natural fruit roll-ups. I had this little boy. I'm going to say his name because I hate this little kid. He's on top of my swing list. I, I have a swing he, list. He's he number one. He's, on, he's number one on my swing list, all right? I have a swing list. He's number one. This little boy was named Sydney. <coughs> First of all, that's a girl's name. Well, he was a little red-haired little, <coughs> little boy. His name was Sydney. Mm. And my son would come home and say how Sydney was picking on him. So I said, you tell that little red-haired motherfucker to Not leave to me the racist. fuck alone. Not to be racist, but he had red hair. He could be Mexican and have red hair. You would have been, tell that brown-eyed yeah, fucking that blue-eyed devil, right? Anyways, I said, you tell that little red-haired motherfucker to leave me the fuck alone. And if he has a problem, to tell him to tell his father. And then you tell me. And then I'll meet his father in the parking lot and mop him up. So I go to daycare. Signing in my son. And this little boy comes rolling up on me while I'm signing in my son. And my son's sitting next to me. And he comes up to me and he says, are you Julian's dad? And I said, yes, I am. He's, he's, that's how he talked? I could totally That's what that. exactly what he said. Are you Julian's dad? And I said, yes. <laughs> he's trying to check you? Yes. So I was like, yes, I am. He's like, do you know Julian's not some supposed to bring these toys into class and i looked at this little boy and this is a true story dog i looked at this little boy and i said why don't you mind your fucking business <laughs> and he looked at me like he was crazy and you know what happened the next day i got called into the office and got kicked out of the daycare <laughs> <laughs> fuck them kids bro don't let anybody fuck with your firstborn all right that's what it was i didn't understand that's how kids were kids are mean kids are rude Kids do whatever they want to do, but that's not the way you talk to a fucking kid. <laughs> I regret that day. <laughs> one time in fifth grade. Their fruit grade, sucked anyways. One time in fifth grade, I got in trouble for, uh, I smacked this girl, like, in the back of her head, but not that hard. Is I it like feel, the way you smack your girl now, you bastard? Nah, it wasn't even that bad. It was like, wait, it was like, because she was being smart, and then they fucking wrote me up. She, uh, she like, she turned on me a lot, so I thought we were cool. She was like, why didn't you do that? And then she went and told. And then I brought this fucking note home. And it was like, Jimmy slapped uh, Nicole. And my mom was like, you hit a girl? I was like, I was like, mom, I didn't fucking hit her. I barely fucking tapped her. She was like, it says right here, you hit a girl named Nicole. So Nicole, if you're out there, fuck you. That were cool. And then you fucking want to snitch. Real talk, real talk. All right, let's get off this subject. What do you want to talk about next? Kids, man. Have them. Don't have them. That's your choice. What's next? How about, uh, fuck it, let's just go extra weird. Aliens. We've talked about aliens before. Aliens is a touchy subject. I believe in them. You gotta be stupid. You believe in the grays? I believe in the grays. We talked about this last time before you deleted it. There is a video that I saw on YouTube of somebody interviewing an alien. It's fake as hell. But the message that the alien tried to... I like that one. That yeah. alien no, interview number two. It's a good interview. And the questions that they were asking the alien, they were like, where are you from? The alien's like, we're from the future. We are you. We are this. We are that. 
what's space? You can't understand space, right? The alien was over here trying to explain to somebody like me or you, a man or a woman, but our mind cannot comprehend whatever it is that the alien was trying to explain. That's what I appreciated about that mm-hmm. video. Like, exactly. Like, if an alien's really 500, 1,000, who knows how much years above us, it's like us trying to fucking relate to a dude from fucking 1,800. Exactly. You you can't... You're us, that's just 200 years. Us as people cannot comprehend what space is. It's like that movie uh, with Matthew McConaughey. What is it called? Interstellar. Interstellar. Great movie. Great, great movie. I feel like I need to watch it again. You need to watch it again because it, it's it's very hard to understand and very hard to explain. Yeah, the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, I kind of yeah. got it. but Look, you... You have to understand how space works. Like, think of it this way. The the light that you get from the sun is old light, old heat. It's like 16 minutes old or eight eight minutes minutes. old, eight minutes old, right? That sun is eight minutes old because it's so far away and that's the heat that you're feeling, right? Because it's eight minutes old. So in, in, in reality, if you wanted to, you can put a mirror down here and... Put the mirrors all the way up until you get to sun. And in reality, you're looking into the future, right? And that's what that movie was kind of based on. Because when... I don't know what the fuck you just said. I've been smoking weed. You sound like you've been smoking, but you haven't been smoking. You you get what I'm saying, the cookie baker? Listen, listen. Because the sun's heat is eight minutes old, coming from where it's at... If oh, I get were, you. I get you yeah, now. Yeah, if you were to put a mirror in front of you, if you stack up a bunch of mirrors, stack up a whole bunch of mirrors and look into that mirror, that mirror is going to be eight minutes before what you're looking into, right? And that's what that movie. No, I don't think. I don't think that's right. It is right because yeah, you're right. By the time you look at it, it's going to be. But that's the, the speed of light. Yeah, so exactly. That that that's that's. You know, so this whole theory of yours is just stupid. No, you're stupid. <laughs> you're stupid. You have to think about it. If you build were a look, bunch of mirrors, who, if you were looking what at YouTube it, video, did you watch? If you were looking you, at it, if we build a bunch of mirrors, if you were looking the, in that mirror in real time, in real time, from there, from here, is what I'm trying to say. There's no way you can look into this mirror and then it's gonna be in the future. You have to look at it in real time. You're looking at this and it's coming from there. So if this is eight minutes old, that means that's eight minutes younger, right? Supposedly. That's what, that's supposedly. It's never gonna be fucking proven or anything. Yeah, You're never it, gonna it know. Sounds like but Juju that's but no, but that's shit. what that movie Interstellar was based on. Oh yeah, is because that, yeah. Matthew McConaughey was gone in this planet for thirty minutes or however long he was gone, and when he came back, his daughter was a thirty-year-old woman. When he left, he she was like six, but yeah, because he was that. gone so long, minutes in Earth time, it was years like that in an instant in 30 minutes because the time is so different the light years is so different that's what people don't understand the light years of how far something is compared to where we are now nobody could understand that that's why that movie was so hard to understand the way light years and the way our years work depending how far you are is completely different that's the way you got to think about things if you look at it about the mirror situation, you could be in the future by looking into this mirror if it was real time. If it, oh look, 30 minutes is up. It's recording still.
We back. Back again. Shady's back. Tell a friend. Don't tell me because you don't know. Let's do it. All right. Took a little break. Yep. Gotta take another shot. Mm-hmm. Open up a couple more beers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Everybody full over here? Mm-hmm. Who needs a beer? Everything good? Feel too real? I don't see you. You don't got a beer in your hand. What's going on? Yeah. Okay. Cookie Baker over there. Got a handful of beer. Yeah. Let's go. Phil's looking whack over here. Anyway, so um, <laughs> I wanted in this in the second half of this, you get like a little more. I want to hear about some weird shit. So last last time we were talking, you've been telling me about Bitcoin. Here here here's my thing, and then I'll let you go off. I don't trust Bitcoin because digital money has been part of the plan forever. You're correct. Digital money has been the plan forever. They want to eliminate the American dollar. Yep. Everything will be lived on the internet. Jim Carrey and Kibble, I had it right. Jim Carrey said, you're going to be playing Mortal Kombat with your friend in Vietnam. Back in the 1990s or whenever it was made, he made every single assumption about what the way things were supposed to be. Who the fuck are you talking about? Jim Carrey and Cable oh. Guy. You remember? He's like, you can do your shopping at home or play Mortal Kombat with your friend in Vietnam. There's no end to the possibilities, right? That was some prophecy. He was correct. We do everything online. I don't know if you watched the movie Social Dilemma. What's an actual... I guess you can call it a movie on Netflix called The Social Dilemma. Yeah, I liked it except for the last third of it. The, The Social Dilemma said everything that everybody's scared to say. Or the proven facts about the way things are. To me, it was proof of what I thought was already happening fucking six years ago. It is proof of whatever, but it puts it into reality to people to understand about what's really going on in the internet world. Mm. I saw saw it it happening. I saw it happening live like on on social media. I saw what was happening. I saw how... at the beginning, it was just, you know, just time-based. Just whatever's new, it just pops up first. But once they started going to algorithms, I was like, all right, it's getting kind of weird now. Because mm-hmm. now what's popping up? Oh, it's true. Because, look, let me give you an example. The way things are built, when it comes to look at your phone, I look at the things that I look at. It's going to give me things that are interested, that interesting to me that I look at. I pick up your phone, it's going to look at something different. Because yeah. your phone is going based off what it is that you've liked, what it is that you watched for a certain everything, amount of time. Email everything. your messages. Email messages, everything. Everybody makes the comment about somebody saying, I was just looking at this. My phone's listening to Yeah, me. and then they're like, isn't that weird? And it's like, uh, Exactly. Nah. And, and that's basically what it is. It keeps you glued to your device. It, it can be your laptop or it can be your phone or it can be anything. I'm embarrassed to say that I'm stuck on eight hours a day when it comes to your phone. But that's what the social dilemma was supposed to be about. About that's why I mean, your neck's all fucked up. Yeah, you got to think about the the power of tagging somebody, right? 
the power of tagging somebody means that you're putting this person in this this other individual into whatever it is that you got going on and it gives them the opportunity to be like oh this person tagged me on this so let me go ahead and go to my phone and look at what they're tagging they're tagging me on and it connects you to their phone and they continuously just look at the phone and scroll through TikTok, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram. It all keeps you there and it keeps you in your phone. And then every once in a while, it's going to throw you an ad about whatever it is that you think what you're looking at. And it keeps you glued to your phone and you're going to buy whatever it is that it is that they're showing. It's all... What's super creepy about it is that like I pretty much feel that that camera's recording everything all the time yeah that's what i feel so when people go like online and they go to facebook and they re- see a story and maybe like it makes them sad they start crying or they get mad like they're logging all that little mi- minutia shit and they're they're getting an insight into a, into who you are like more than you even think they're like they know you in a, in a weird way that you don't even understand they know you more than you know yourself is almost what you're saying. they see yeah. your they can see your patterns and based on your pat uh based on your patterns they can predict what, what you're gonna do which... exactly if i pick up your cell phone right now i'm not gonna like what i see because it's not what it is that i've been seeing on my phone it's gonna go based off whatever it is that you like you're not gonna be interested in everything i, I watch on my phone it's going to be whatever it is that's on your phone. So it's not going to be interesting to you. So it's not going to keep you looking at your phone or at your laptop. That's why they they made these little... You made the, uh, the comment about you think everything's recording you. Anything with a camera is going to be recording you. You like it or not. A company... Not a company. A guy I shot on... I saw it on Shark Tank. They, just, they made this little thing that covers your camera. Because somebody's always going to be looking. Put a sticky note up there and they won't be looking at you. The key is, is that Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, or whatever it is that you got going on in, in your media is always looking and listening. You're not going to get away from it. It's always going to be what it is. Which just me out. You got like one of those... Alexa things or something in yeah. your house. Duh. One time. See, that's, that's trippy. Let me tell you Even something. though I know my phone's doing the same shit. Let me tell you something. Just to fully acknowledge it and then be okay with it is just weird. I had Alexa tell me my name one time. My name. How the fuck does Alexa know my name? I didn't tell her my name. Alexa already knows everything about you. Exactly. You know, I was at the house one day. My girl was working from home, and Alexa told me something. And I was like, wait, what? And it wasn't the actual Alexa, because I have the Alexa, and I have the Echo. The Echo Dot. The Echo Dot told me, Joe, you're here, or something like that. And I was so confused about what it is, and I had text my girl, and I was like, yeah, like are you what con- was it detecting Yeah, I was like, time. are you connected to Alexa? She's like, no. Why? Are you connected to Echo? No. Why? It told me something that had something to do with my name. And I couldn't. And I was walking around. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Everybody's listening. If you have some kind of device in there, something's listening to something. It's just the way the internet works. People don't understand how the like button works on Facebook. Facebook has this like button because it gives you the option to interact with somebody else's post. 
it makes you interact that people go based off sometimes a lot of people go based off of how many likes that person gets on a certain post that they they post they feed off of that people live their lives online somebody like me here somebody like me there but it involves that person even though if it's not you that one person that's posting that like involves them until whatever it is that you post it so they continue to look at their device or whatever it is so it makes it a part of that it makes it, it makes that post a part of you because you interacted with that post you so liked it like on your government profile like they've already seen Exactly. All your, like little links of who you like, what you exactly. like, what you're following. You liked it, what you're following, what you're interested in, etc. You don't. I, you don't even have to follow it. Like if you're just scrolling down, and you stop and look at an image for five seconds, that's being tracked too. So they're they're tracking every every little swipe that you do. That's being tracked. That's exactly. being logged. Yep, I agree. I agree. And the like, like they'll start to know how you fucking swipe after a while. Like you the like know. the like button and the tag is where it's at. Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat. Not that you can uh, tag on Snapchat, but on Facebook, when you tag somebody, it gets them to look at their phone. Because every let's be real, anybody who does Facebook on their fucking laptop is living in the fucking two thousands. We're in basically we're in twenty twenty one right now. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's it, it it's making you go to your phone, and then when you go to your phone, you start looking at something else that's different. It keeps you glued to your device. That's what the social dilemma is about. People do crazy things online. Crazy things online. The suicide rate when it comes to online purposes is crazy. You can't even understand the numbers about people have committed suicide on live Facebook before live facebook bullying etc anything you can think of because lives are lived online people have been committed of pedof pedophilia online gamers getting convicted for seducing younger kids and girls and everything because it's all online you don't know the other person that they're talking they're they're talking to but you just do things because it's like living in reality on the internet. Yeah. And people feed on that. Did you used to go when you were young, like go to like Yahoo chat rooms? Yeah. Pretend you were fucking older and shit. All day, man. All day. Which Yahoo chat rooms would you go to? I go to uh, Texas and electronic music. Anything that was available for me to talk to another individual. Didn't have to be girls. Didn't have. Didn't have just anybody that was willing to talk. It was the, it's the it was the text message of online. Or you on uh, Yahoo Messenger. Yahoo Messenger. MSN Messenger. All that, everything. AOL Messenger. AOL when it first came up, everything, man. It's just different. You, you would like ask people like, hey, you got a messenger? You got a messenger? You got a Yahoo? Whatever you say, you got. Let me get it so we can chat later. Let me send you a rose later, girl. That's what it was. And the life online, people don't understand how different it is compared to reality. People base their lives online sometimes. I think that's what's happening. I think that's 
not I don't know if it's a problem, but I it just see it with the younger generation. If you can't like, think it's a problem, then then you don't know what you're talking about. It is a problem, man. It is a problem. But you know what? Everybody's a victim of. Is it of, a problem, or is it just us getting older? Shit. No, I, just, I think it's just what it is right now because of our the way things are. Because before we were playing with sticks, going to people's houses. Because even this. when I was playing Super Nintendo, my dad didn't understand that shit. Right, your dad didn't understand that because it wasn't his time. Right now, with the time of social media, two years ago, a time of social media is what it is. Your dad didn't know because it wasn't his time. Before, people used to play with sticks outside, chasing people, playing basketball, this, this, and that. You can't knock the generation because it's what it is right now. It's not what it is that they felt like. Did. Maybe me and you were in between because I yeah. I would do that shit. Mm-hmm. I would play outside, but then also exactly at it, a certain time we'll go inside. In our generation, where we're just I don't want to say evolving to the internet and understanding everything, but that's what it was leaning towards. You go towards the life of social media. People go. There's people around the world that post things on Instagram because they want people to see what they're doing, but don't actually care. They they post things because they want the likes. They want the the followers. They want this. They want that. Like, this is the time that we live in. And you can't change that. Jim Carrey had it right. I could never get that much likes and all that shit. Anyways. But I was kind of used to that. Maybe from, like, growing up not having that much friends. Anyways. So, so I didn't sad. need the, the... It's not really sad. I actually... I'm kind of glad that it happened that way because it made me the way I am now hey look my uh, my son does TikTok he tells me every day how many followers he might have or this this and that yeah that's fucking weird that's just what it is right now we didn't have followers growing up dude like I have a fucking yeah I have a grand nephew he's on TikTok he's like fucking Six or seven. Yeah. So what the fuck? He's got a better iPhone than I do. Yeah. And he's on fucking tick TikTok. Mm-hmm. It it's just it's the time, bro. It's the time. This is what we do. If we had this back in the day, then we'd be doing the same thing. Yeah, I think so. I would be fucking. No question about it. No. Whatever's question. current, whatever's popular, you just want to fucking. Exactly. On. It's online. Everything's online. Your friends are online. You meet people playing Fortnite. You meet playing, meet people playing Call of Duty. You meet people playing fucking Diablo. You meet people doing all this, right? Damn, and you pe- went to current era games and then you threw it back. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's there's stories everywhere that you can read about people getting too involved in these video games and it's like their real life. People choose to live the life the way they want, but people invest their life into these video games, and it's real life to them. They'll lock themselves in a dark room and and consider this to be their life. They have been there. Yeah, I, I look, man. Video games can consume somebody's life, especially if it's online. And yeah, that it, opened it up. Yeah, it's the time. Did it, you have a Dreamcast? I did, and I loved it. What were you playing online? Power Stone. No, no. Oh, I was playing uh, Final Fantasy. Did you have that on Dreamcast? Yeah, Final Fantasy was on Dreamcast. I played it. 
Are you telling the truth? I need to know the people. Final, f- not Final Fantasy. Sorry, it was Fantasy uh, Star. Fantasy Star. Okay. That's what it was. Sorry, not Final Fantasy. Fantasy Star. And it was a great game. That that's like the beginning. You know, it's weird. I met people in school on in Fantasy Star before I actually met them in fucking real life. Think about things right now, like Adam. Yeah, exactly. It, that's exactly the the one person that probably would relate to all this, right? But think about it. Like, I play a lot of online poker. I've never even met these people. But because the way they comment on my stuff and I friend them on Facebook because I play them, I feel like I know this person. You talk to them probably more than you do to some of your coworkers. Probably more to you. Yeah. Probably more than the cookie baker and feel too real here. I talk to these people more online than I do in the people in my actual life. So we got what, like, I brought this up way earlier. So, uh, yeah, my, my whole thing was, I think, no, I think you can make money on Bitcoin. If you can do it, fucking do it. All the power to you. Make money off the system where you can. But I think that whole thing is, in the end, an operation. Let me tell Especially, you. Especially, it was invented by some secretive Japanese dude. I'm like, mm-hmm. All right, let me tell you something. The actual Bitcoin was invented by, you're right. Shoguratsu Nigiratsu. Whatever you may call him. Whatever you think his name may be. I don't think he Shatoshi really exists. Shatoshi Nokomatu. They say that this person doesn't really even exist. Yeah. They say that the person that was actually playing this person with this guy named Craig Wright. Who was what? posing to be this person. Craig Wright? Craig Wright. He was supposedly supposed to be playing this person who invented Bitcoin. And uh, they he invented this Bitcoin and nobody can find out who he is. He basically doesn't exist. Back in 2013, the Winkervoss twins, Tyler and Cameron, invent, uh, invested $11 million. They got paid out by Mark Zuckerberg. When Mark, when he they sued Mark Zuckerberg for the idea of Facebook, blah blah blah, for sixty six sixty five million dollars, they invested in Bitcoin in twenty thirteen, and um, it was at twenty six dollars I want to say per Bitcoin. Three years later, it shot up to twelve hundred dollars. They own one percent of the entire world's Bitcoin. Tyler and Cameron Winkervoss. How much? One percent. One percent of the entire world's Bitcoin. I've got some friends who like made a lot of money off that shit. Millionaires, millionaires right now. The Winkervoss. A dude twins. I know made about eighty k. He broke it down to me because I, I had a fucking no. Like he left his job. He's like, you know, I'm just gonna live my life. I was like, dude, like, how how are you doing that? Like, how much Bitcoin. is Bitcoin right now? In the twenties, right? I don't know. In the twenties, twenty thousand per Bitcoin, and you can buy pieces of bitcoin you don't have to buy an entire bitcoin but i'm saying like this is where it makes me think like insider trading is illegal right it can be years down the line to where somebody's like something's gonna happen with something they can boost the value of something by investing so much money and talk here and there which is why they made it insider trade illegal but it's weird how these Winkervoss twins, Thailand and Cameron, invested $11, in 20, 11 million in 2013 and then in 2017, it more than quadrupled the price. So the $11 million that they invested 
at $26 per Bitcoin or $24 per Bitcoin went up to $12.60. $12.60 per Bitcoin in 2017. So instantly, they became rich. Even though they became a wealthy, they were from a wealthy family, so they were rich to begin with. But I'm just saying, like... Yeah, they all went to what? Harvard? Yeah, they went to Harvard. Mark Zuckerberg went to Harvard. Basically stole the idea of Harvard Connections. From the you know Harvard's really closely linked to CIA? I, I don't know that. I just know that Mark Zuckerberg was told an idea of an exclusive club. Somebody within harvard.edu email to make it exclusive about a Facebook account or, or a Facebook website that he was trying to, the Facebook website that he was trying to create. And that's what made people want to join. Is it being exclusive to harvard.edu? Because people want to talk to people who are from Harvard. Plain and simple. He had a great idea. He stole it from them. Probably not the specs like the dating and all that other stuff. But being harvard.edu makes you want to get involved with something that... Just it being exclusive, period. To be invited in to a website. To be invited into a website that you can't get in without an harvard.edu email. So the it was exclusive at first, made it cool. That was everything about it. That's the reason why I was successful. It was success, successful because of the exclusivity of it. People wanted to join because not everybody could join. So they went off and ventured this, 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 and that. Winkervoss twins end up suing them for they got paid out like a sixty-five million dollars. Uh, Eduardo sued them from got three hundred million. Um, Sean Parker owns like seven percent of the company. He gets paid out. Who the like, fuck is that? A skateboarder? Sean Parker. Sean Parker's the guy who invented Napster. He had to That's pay royalties right. and try to sell the company, but he was, then, pay, he was played by the Insync dude, Justin Timberlake. You're right. Justin Timberlake was played. He played him. He tried to sell a company, uh, Napster, because he wanted to. He ended up having to pay royalties to, basically Metallica. I think right. Metallica was the one who. Was Metallica uh, and Dr. Dre were all fucking against that shit. Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't be? You gotta be stupid not to, because he's basically giving people music that they didn't have to pay for. It was at the same time though, like bro. Back then, wh- why did it cost when I went to FYE seventeen dollars for a fucking CD? Because that's what it was. That's for it. For a CD, and when you open it up, it didn't even have a booklet or nothing. It was just a fucking one little. Slip. Because it it is what it is. That's how much it cost. Like I got all these CDs in my fucking thing. And I'm like, what the fuck am I gonna do with this shit? Like I don't know the deal because if Napster was, they're not gonna come back. They get scratched. Yeah. Okay, so if Sean Parker got in trouble for inventing Napster because all these bands or people that went to the Grammys were suing him for royalties, LimeWire was going through after Napster, right? Wasn't LimeWire going through after that? And then I think Kazaa, remember Kazaa? Yeah, Kazaa, LimeWire, all that said. Did they get in trouble? I don't know. Because I downloaded a shitload of music from LimeWire. I know they're, they're and trying, then, to, hey, they're I trying down- to scare you back yeah. then. They're like, I downloaded a some bunch people of- found out and the ISP told on them. And they I got- downloaded a bunch of music from LimeWire. 
But Limar gave you a bunch of viruses too. Because <laughs> you're an idiot and you would download the, the song yeah. and you would look how big the file is. It was only five kilobytes. Mm, and you, like an idiot, you're like, this is the song I wanted. <clears throat> I don't know nothing. And then it downloaded it really fast and you're like, wow, that was really fast. And you opened it up. And then all of a sudden, it was like FBI badge. Yeah, right. Like we <laughs> just as bad as child pornography. Put a fucking. It's thing all. Yeah, there. we found pornography on your fucking uh, computer. Yeah. You got to call the FBI right now and get yeah. on your social security. <laughs> right. I don't know all that bullshit, but the point is, that I'm talking about is Bitcoin, and the Winker bosses invented. I mean, invested so much money into it. Because they knew already. Yeah, they knew. That's what I think. I think they knew already. And right now, cryptocurrency is the biggest gl- growing currency. I think maybe? it will be the main value of currency eventually because everything is done online now. You pay bills. I never on- thought I was going to switch. I was like, and like, I don't want to fucking go digital. But now, like, dude, everything's digital. It's brother. so fucking convenient. You, you fucking can, end up doing it. You cannot not go digital because everything is paid digitally now. You want to order groceries? Let me do it online. You want to pay bills? Let's do it online. You want to pay your your barber? I just did it today. Let me pay it online. Everything is done online. Everything. There's not one thing that you can do that you cannot do in person that you can't do online. Everything is done online. Everything. Shopping. Everything. You can't get away from it. This is the time that we're in. And cryptocurrency is the way to go. The corner store by my work, they have a fucking Bitcoin ATM. People can pay their gardener in Bitcoin, in Ethereum. There's like five different, six different ways of cryptocurrency right now. And people are paying in cryptocurrency because that's just the way to pay people now. Cryptocurrency is the way it's going to get. It's cryptocurrency. I mean, I pay a lot of people on Venmo, which is basically... It's basically like a step, a step away. Yeah, basically. It's digital. Yeah, it's all digital. Like Crypto- I was telling you the other time, I feel weird when I go to a store and I pay cash. They like look at me like, what the fuck? Fucking Anybody scumbag. that pays cash in, in any kind of store is trying to avoid a tax. You're, you're, you're like, you're garbage, right? Unless you're at a strip club. Mm. Hey. With cash. Strippers got to pay bills too, brother. Cash is king. Mm hmm. But yeah, I think uh, the value of the dollar will go away eventually. Uh, or I still like to tip uh, waiters and waitresses if I have fucking cash. Yeah, because they take they, a percentage of that. Uh, no, because then they don't got to wait for their credit card to go through. You tip a percentage. I think, I'm not sure, but I think whoever it is that they work for take a percentage off of whatever it is that you leave on a card. If I'm. Oh, really? I think so. Or the cash they can just like stuff it in their pocket. Well, the the cash they can pocket, but I know for sure. I I don't know for sure. I'm just thinking that whatever company they work for, they take a percentage of whatever it is that you leave in a tip. And this is based off what I heard from a waiter when I was at a certain club. And she told me, she's like, thank you for tipping cash because they take a percentage off of what you leave. She was flirting with you. Not flirting, but she was serving me drinks. Well, that's why I think I'm about not Bitcoin. trying to get you in trouble. I'm just saying the way. You that's say what it. Bitcoin I think is. Bitcoin will be the main, the main way to purchase things. 
and they knew something we didn't know before that is my whole point. They always do. They're steps ahead. All so. it takes it takes years for something. Years. It doesn't matter. Somebody can come up to you and be like, "Hey, invest me." Somebody like the fucking Tyler and Cameron of Facebook is gonna be like, "Hey, invest me eleven million dollars, and in three years, I'll make you billionaires." Right? If their names are Tyler and Cameron, I'd probably do it. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking right, you will, right? And I was like, all right, these guys sound like. I'm just saying, there's a saying. there's a lot more things going on that we know, and things. Things like cryptocurrency or. Speaking of things we know, I want to switch it up. All right, switch it up and let's stop this. So, uh, the last podcast we uh, recorded, I asked you, or didn't record rather. I asked you about ghosts, and you said you, you hadn't really seen anything. <laughs> but then a little while ago, you were talking about, oh, yeah, my fucking, my mom's haunted house. All so right, I was like, no, what the no. fuck? It wasn't my mom's haunted house. I'm saying, I don't believe in ghosts. But I don't. I believe in aliens. I don't believe in ghosts. But everything has an explanation to it. For years, when I lived in this roach-infested duplex that I lived with my mom, for years, I'm talking about years, I would wake up in the night, in the middle of the night, and hear this knock. It was the Roach King. Just like that, right? A knock, and I would stay up countless amount of hours, scared at night, trying to figure out what it was. Until years later, years later, you know what I found out what it was? Years later, I was so scared. It happened. I felt like it happened every day. But it would happen once every two weeks, once every month. It felt like daily it would happen. But you know what it was? A pipe. Every time it rained, the gutters would make drops onto a pot that was dug into the floor and hit the floor. And it would make a noise of the big old drop hitting the pot. Just like that. You couldn't figure that shit out? I couldn't that? figure it out because I would look out the window and So the house wasn't haunted? The house wasn't haunted. It was fucking water dropping on a pot. And I thought about that for years. For years I was so scared thinking our house was haunted. <laughs> That's what it was. Everything has an explanation. Everything. Maybe not aliens though. <sighs> fucking aliens. You're pissing me off. You're pissing me off. Okay. Grab me one beer from there. One beer. Just one. Not two. Well. Let's take a little break and take another shot. Alright. Well, alright. I hope y'all enjoyed that. I think I get to see a different side of me when I'm talking to my friends as opposed to reading off facts and trying to think about my past um i got a bunch of other ideas for this thing and a bunch of other guests uh got some interesting stuff lined up for y'all so uh thank y'all for for listening and uh see y'all next time peace